This letter is letter number Tavshin Tzadik Tes, that's 799, that's in the uh, letters in the volume 4, and this is dated the 15th day of Marcheshvin, Tavshin Yud Aleph, again towards the end of 1950 in Brooklyn, and this is a letter that the Rebbe addresses to the President and to the Gaboyim and those who daven in the shul, it was called the Nusach HaRizal. You know, like you have the Rosh Shul, this Shul. So this was called the Beis HaKnesses, Nusach HaRizal, in Montreal. Hashem Aleim Yechiu. And the Rebbe starts off with the uh, usual Shalim Abracha, with peace and blessing. So the Rebbe says that I had, with great joy, I learned about, uh, from Reb Moshe Chaim Sapachinsky. Actually, there is a young fellow, uh, Sapachinsky, uh, a shaliach in California. Uh, he married um, a sister of Rabbi Posner from uh, Kenmore Square, uh, Rabbi Posner. But anyway, this is his, this must be his grandfather or father, I'm not sure, because we're talking about 1950. No, this is his father. It must be his father. That's his, it must be his father. So, Moshe um, Chaim's, so he, but whatever, well, in any case, so the Rebbe is writing that I, with great pleasure, I heard about the set time you have for learning Mishnayis, as a Mishnah, and this is uh, uh, done uh, uh, in, 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 accomplished in your important shul, and that it's very successful. And I heard that on this coming Sunday, you're going to make a conclusion on the order of Moyed. You know, the Mishnah has six orders. Uh, so Moyed is the uh, order that deals with all the festivals and all the holidays. Uh, and that's a quite a, a, a lengthy uh, Mishnah. There are many, many tractates in there. All the holidays are in there. And they concluded in the Mishnah the... Uh, section of Moyed, attracted Moyed. So the Rebbe is telling them how much he is uh, enjoy, enjoyed this news. And the Rebbe says, I want to send you my blessing that it should continue with even more success than up till now. And like every living thing, this should keep on growing. In other words, as you see, the Rebbe says not to be satisfied. Even we have a successful shir, a lot of people coming there and studying, but just keep on doing more. Both, the Rebbe says, quantity and quality, meaning get more people and increase the level of this shir. Thus haste, and the Rebbe interprets it, doesn't wait for me to interpret it. The Rebbe interprets it that the number of participants should increase, those who study, and the Rebbe explains the quality, what he means over here, that even more, what should be increased is the excitement when you're studying. That is the quality. It is a deeper level, but he's talking about doing it with more enthusiasm, as well as also the understanding and the articulation and the explanation that that should be increased as well. Our Holy Torah, the Rebbe says, which was given from Hashem, blessed, who is infinite, 
So the Torah is infinite as well. Since Hashem who is infinite has given it to us, the Torah is infinite. And it is effective, it's applicable with the same force in all places and in all times. Just as it was strong at the time when Hashem gave it to the Jews through Moshe Rabbeinu on Mount Sinai. So it is also strong in our days in which we are in this dark exile and in all places around the world. The Torah is also infinite in the fact that every aspect of the Torah has endless amount of commentary and interpretation, which were basically divided into the four categories of pardis, which is pshat, remes, drush, sod. Pshat means the simple meaning. Remez means the hint, a hinting for something which is not clear. Drush is you expound in various different ways. And Soid is the mystical, the secret of the Torah. So the Rebbe goes through here now an explanation, which is actually later on, I think, brought down in Lukuti Sichas. It has been uh, interpreted over there. And just for, for now, uh, this will suffice, and we shall, we shall continue this. We'll do um, a little shokhanar. So the Rebbe now goes into uh, explaining uh, a lesson from the uh, Mishnah in the end of uh, Chagiga, uh, the end of the Seder Moyed, a lesson, and the Rebbe brings a lesson in life, and the... Uh, and the, the simple meaning, first, what we can learn from this, and then also the Rebbe goes into the Kabbalah and the Hasidus from this. Uh, the Rebbe basically says that um, the were different vessels in the uh, in the Mishkar, in the Beis HaMikdash. Uh, some of them, the Mishnah says, did not, uh, were not able to become Tomei. That's the Mizbeach. Uh, the Mizbeach Achitza, the, the Golden Mizbeach, and the Mizbeach Anuchoshes, and Mizbeach Apanim, the Inner Mizbeach, these two Mizbeaches could not become Tomei. But the other vessels um, were able to become Tomei. So the Rebbe basically is, uh, makes an illusion that a Jewish person is like a Beis Amigdosh, and in his Beis Amigdosh of the person, he has various different kinds of vessels. So while some of the vessels can become tummy, which means if a person uses his intellect or he uses his emotions and he uses it for the wrong things, then it can become tummy. Those are compared to the other uh, vessels. But then you have the mizbeach, the altar. Uh, that's something which is always uh, clean. It cannot become Tomei, that's Mizbech is the Pentelayid, that's the spark of Judaism, which is very strong. And that could never uh, become. Let's let, let's see what the Rebbe says over here. So the Rebbe um, says like this that the uh, Mishnayis of Seder uh, Moyed, which is the Mesechta Chagiga, that's the uh, the third parak and the eighth Mishnah. So it ends with the halacha that the mizbeach that was made out of gold that was the mizbeach inside uh, of the uh, inside of the mishkan, 
and and the mizbech hamikdash and the mizbech hanechoshes. That's the copper mizbech. That's the outer mizbech. So it says that they don't become tomei. They cannot become tomei. The other vessels always had a substitution for them in case they became tummy, but the Mizbech and Choshech, Mizbech Azov, did not have a substitution because they could never um, never become tummy. And the reason is, so it says, because there's two reasons. The first reason the Gemara brings in the name of Rabbi Lezer, as the Rabbi Hurkunus, he says, because the Torah equated uh, the Mizbeach to Karka, to ground. The ground cannot become Tomei. So from there, we learn a Mizbeach, which is compared to ground, cannot become Tomei. Uh, that's one reason. Then the Gemara says, the Chachamim say, uh, the reason why you cannot become Tomei, because they were, it was only an overlay, the gold and the copper, the gold and the inner mizbech, and the copper and the outer mizbech was only an overlay. The Rebbe explains now in Pashtus what it means. What is the simple meaning of this from this Mishnah? That the golden mizbech, which was in the Beis Migdosh, as well as the copper mizbech, which was in the Migdosh, the golden mizbech was, like I said, inside, and the copper was mizbech was an outside, they did not receive Tumah. They could not become Tomei. So Rabbi Lazar explains it. What's the reason that uh, it cannot become Tomei? is because the Torah equated it to earth. And earth does not receive Tumah. That's one explanation. And the Chachomim say that they don't receive Tumah because they are only overlaid with gold or with copper. And what does that mean? So that means that they are, uh, the cover is secondary, is subjugated, is bottled to the inside. And the inside does not receive tumos. And since this is just an overlay, this is just a cover. So just like the inside doesn't become tumor, they also don't become tumor. These are the two red. So what could we learn a, a hint and a lesson to us from this Mishnah. Uh, in the end of Mayid, and apply it in our daily lives. As the Rebbe was addressing it to the people, they finished this with this Mishnah, the Rebbe is giving them a lesson that they can learn from this Mishnah. To tell us that there are certain vessels that don't become Tomei, those are certain parts in our in self, in our persona, that does not become Tomei, while other parts could become Tomei. So, Rebbe says that, first of all, we are each a base Hamikdash, wherever we are, every one in his city, and according to their standing, is a sanctuary. So we are a Mikdash in which the divine rests. As we say, V'shachanti b'soycham, I'll rest amongst you, uh, meaning that Hashem rests within every yid, we all are a base Hamikdash. Now, within the Beis HaMikdosh, we have these various different vessels. The same thing is, really, as it relates to a Yid, there are various different aspects. Those are vessels, or there's very different aspects to the Mikdosh, which the Yid is. Uh, 
there is the intellect and there is the feelings, etc. So, as the Mishnah says, that other kalim uh, could become tummy. Over there, it's possible that in your intellect and emotion, that it should get mixed in uh, and a motive on. on uh, an uh, alternative motive, uh, maybe a weakly thing. It's a not holy thought on a very mild uh, level, just to have uh, maybe not a pure uh, pure thought uh, for Hashem in your Migdash. In those vessels, sometimes they could become Tomei. It could be a weekly, a non-holy thought. Uh, that can go even further than that. Sometimes, not only does the vessel, not only thought, can actually become Tomei, uh, that uh, not only does it have a weekly thing get involved in your uh, intellect and an emotion of the person, that you can sometimes have unclean stuff, uh, something which may be tied to an Avera, God forbid, uh, those are all possibilities in some of the kalim in the intellect and in the emotion. Uh, those, that would mean that your thought and uh, your intellect or your emotion may not be, uh, uh, may be contrary to the will of Hashem and the blessed Hashem, which would be against the Torah mitzvahs. So, what it means, in other words, that the vessels of the the vessel of the person, which is his intellect or his thought or some other power, those are the other kalim, uh, is became tame. It became impure because of the negative uh, thoughts or uh, prohibited uh, thoughts uh, negative to Torah mitzvah Hashem. So, therefore, you would need to find ways how to make it clean again, and that it should become, again, a vessel for the mikdash, uh, because Abraham says, mikdash, you can't have unclean vessels. You need, uh, in the Hashem's mikdash, which is every Jew, whether a man or a woman, we said before, we're all a mikdash for Hashem, we need clean vessels, and we all need to be tohir. So the vessel needs to be taught. So over there, you can sometimes find uh, an imperfection. That's in the other kalim. And, you know, people in general, the Rebbe says, some people are considered to be like gold. They have wealth. And some people are considered to be like copper. Those are on the other uh, spectrum of... uh, society with people who are poor and sometimes it's the golden and the silver that may cause the person to uh, become impure uh, so the Rebbe says people can be uh, categorized whether physically or spiritually those who are rich and those who are poor and the rich one uh you say the expression is, uh, oh, everything is gold, meaning basically to express the rich Jew, we say he's gold, and to express uh, the poor person, we say that his coins are copper. Those means the extreme from gold and copper, as Rebbe brings down the note over here. But 
it, while you have gold and while you have copper, but we all have a mizbeach. So you have a mizbeach made out of gold and out of copper, but every yid, without exception, no matter how he is in his inner or in his outer matters, whether you're whole inside or how externally you're whole or not whole, uh, meaning in his uh, feelings, that point of Judaism is always a whole. The Pentelayid, the spot of Yiddishkeit, that wants to always do what Hashem wants. So that inside you, there's something that wants to do what Hashem wants. As the Rebbe quoting his father-in-law used to say, uh, he used to say that a Jew neither wants nor is able to be torn away from godliness. And that inner point that is always connected, that Nekudasayadus, that point is called Mizbeach. That's called a Mizbeach. Mizbeach means to slaughter Zvicha. Uh, uh, this is slaughter, and to bring a korban for Hashem, blessed. That part is always wants to bring a um, always be close to Hashem, and we have the copper and the golden mizbech. So, what is the Mishnah is saying? That whether those yidden that are like the golden mizbech, uh, which is the rich Jews. Also, those that are Mizbech and of the copper Jews, that's the poor people. So, when you remind yourself that you're a Mizbech, if you're a Mizbech, so then that the inner and the true will is that what is you really want, your pintala, your inside, is to slaughter the eight Sahara and to do what Hashem wants. So, then we say they don't get tome. that remains that doesn't receive tuma. what it means doesn't receive tuma. it always remains pure and why is that so here we have also two reasons why we say that according to Rabbi Lazar, according to the Chachamim that we learn the Mishnah so over here we give the reason, the first reason the Mishnah gives is because because they are considered that Mizbeach is like earth, just like the earth which everybody steps on it, that means that it's treaded on by everybody that means that represents humility as we say Hashem in the davening in the Lekain Nitzor, the end of Shemun Esrei, we say Nafshi Ka'ofor Lakoil Tiya let my soul be like dust to all, that means the level of humility. So, because it's like, we're like earth, we don't really have any selfish uh, wants. Uh, we're like dust. We only want that which the Blessed Hashem has revealed to us in the Holy Torah. The only thing that we want is, is Hashem, is because that's that part of our soul, which is subjugated, and it only wants what Hashem wants. And those are the opinion, specifically of Rabbi Lazar ben Hurkunas. 
And why, does, why is this connected to Rabbi Lezbe and Arkus? The Rebbe says, Rabbi Lezbe and Arkus is referred to as Rabbi Lezer HaGodl, the great Rabbi Lezer. Uh, about him it says that he was equal, in the Mishnah it's brought down, that he was equal to all the Jewish sages. So, while he was in such a high level, like he was equal all the high sages, so notwithstanding his greatness, so he, in his own eyes, did not really think of himself. He did not really uh, take up any space or think of himself as somebody. To the extent the Gemara says, he didn't say of himself, notwithstanding his greatness, he never considered himself to be a uh, important. And the Gemara says that he said, I never said... Rabbi Lozer said, I never said something which he did not hear from his teachers. So, may, meaning that he never said anything on his own, even though he was such a great sage. So that means uh, that therefore, immediately he was able to see in every year, because of his great level, his own humility, he can see in every year the inner that point of Yiddishkeit in every Yid. So he sees that really a Jew and Torah and Hashem are really one. Yisrael, the Reis he can see that. So therefore, the entire life of a Yid is to fulfill Torah mitzvahs. That's what he says. It's like earth. And he taught his students the pathway that the unbelievable great intellect comes together with the complete subjugation while being of one of the greatest sages and yet never to say something of his own, be totally humbled as the uh, expression, as the it's expressed in this view when he says, I never said anything that he didn't hear from his teachers. That means that was a tremendous level of humility that he has. So in Rabbi Elazar Hagodl's eye, being so humble, he was able to see in every in his inner and his greatness. The Chachamim, on the other hand, say uh, that uh, they 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 say that this passageway of Rabbi Elazar to this extent of humility in the face of being so great—that's too strict. That's too strong of a uh, a pathway for everybody. Not too many are able to really uh, follow this view uh, because they also took into consideration not what the Yid is in his inside, but also his externality. The externality of a Yid. The externality of a Yid is not always, sometimes it happens, that you, God forbid, are stumbled. Uh, and especially when we talk about the golden Mizbeach, that a person can sometimes be so indulged and so fired up in uh, material things uh, and maybe temporarily won't do the will of Hashem. And also, yeah, by poor people, which is Mizbeach and Because they're situation, uh, the money comes on difficult to them, 
So sometimes they violate the will of Hashem. So he says that we have to look at the currency now. We can't just say because they are like offer. They are like offer. You know, we have to look on the outside. According to Rabbi Lazar, he says he doesn't see the outside. It's like earth. The earth is the inside, but the outside is, is something else. But Rabbi Lazar didn't look at that. But the Chacham said we have to look at that also. And therefore, but yet the Chachamim also said that that point of Yiddishkeit, the Mizbeach, is not, still doesn't receive Tumah, because they're overlaid. Because whether we're talking about the gold by the wealthy person or the copper by the poor person, that's only a cover on the outside. This is a facade. But inside is pure, it's clean, and it cannot receive Tumah. And the inner is so strong that in the end of the day, that overlay is secondary to the inner, and in the end of the time, in the end, a person will certainly do Teshuvah and come to the truth that the life and the sustenance of a Yid is merely, is only godliness. And, um, and that can be reached only through the study of Torah and observance of mitzvah. So according to the Chachamim, while they also agree that uh, it doesn't receive Tumah, is meaning that at the end, because it's secondary to the inside, they'll do Tshuva at the end. And a person will realize that it's not the overlay, it's not the gold, not the copper, it's the inside. And can only be reached through the study of Torah and of Mitzvahs. And this is also the vessels for the very physical blessings that Hashem has promised in the Torah. If you follow in my statues, if you keep my mitzvahs, then the earth would give its produce, and the the uh, tree and the field will give its fruit. So the Rebbe brings down this whole uh, parable and the whole lesson that we have sometimes the gold and the silver, uh, which is in our Mizbeach, our spark of Yiddishkeit, and either according to Rabbi Lazar, he sees through it, it's the spark of Yiddishkeit, which is beneath it, which is always stronger, or even according to Chachamim, that say that sometimes on the outside, externally, a person can fail, but in the end, he will uh, come back, because the outside is subjugated to the inside, and the inside is all the time good, and through learning Torah and uh, following the mitzvah, a person will reach the Rebbe, blesses them with success and all good for all those who study the shir and the Rebbe sciences. This is a whole uh, lesson over here that the Rebbe uh, gives to the people. And then the Rebbe adds in a nun base, in a uh, PS, sort of a deeper and a more uh, uh, involved according to the Kabbalah. So here the Rebbe explains based on the uh, esoteric meaning of the different Kalim, we can also understand why we say that the Mizbeach, both Mizbeachs don't uh, 
Makabal Tumar, not Makabal Tumar. Whereas the other Kalim, which is the main Kalim in the base of Mikdash, um, over there, the Menorah and the Shulchan over there, does apply uh, Tuma. And also the Oren is Bechlau in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, and that's Bechlau Nignas, which means it's uh, not connected to the Tuma role. Let's see. So the Rebbe writes like this. He wants to explain it deeper and very short. And this is based also on the Tzemach uh, Tzedek, Sefer HaMitzvah, the Derech Mitzvah Sacher, Tzemach Tzedek, in the Mitzvah Binya Beis HaMikdosh, Pedig Beis. Over there he talks about the four main Kalim, and talks about the corresponding spheres to the Kalim. Uh, what were the four main Kalim that were in the Mikdosh? So you had the Menorah, and you had the Shulchan, that's the candelabra, and you also had the shulchan, the table. And then you had the two mizbech. You had the mizbech apnimi and the mizbech achitzin. Over there in the Maimir, he explains how these four kalim, him keneged, chesed, gvura, tiferes, malchus. Hagasim. Chesed, gvura, tiferes, malchus. So basically, uh, the menorah and the shulchan. Uh, they are represented by Chesed and Gevura. And the Mizbech HaPnimi and the Mizbech HaChitzin, that's Tiferes and Malchus. So he says, because that is Tiferes and Malchus, that's where we understand that the first part of the Mishnah, in which it talks about the Menorah, the Shulchan, over there it's applicable to we say they can become tummy. But when we talk about the Mizbech HaPnim and Mizbech HaChitzin, which are both in the middle line, because Chesed uh, and Gavura, one is to the right, the one is to the left. But when we talk about the level of Mizbech HaPnim and Mizbech HaChitzin, uh, that's already the level of Tiferes, and the level of Malchus, they are both in the middle line. They're not to the right or the left, they're in the middle line. And the Rebbe references also Lukuta Torah. So the middle goes up in its inner up to Keser. It goes up to the inner of Keser. Because the middle, the Keser is Mavriach Minakotz It goes all the way up to Keser. And uh, the Orin he brings down. Uh, that was actually hidden, as we find, uh, because over there, there uh, uh, is no uh, no dominance, God forbid, nothing. That's why it could never be in uh, captivity, couldn't be uh, in destruction. Uh, so the Orin uh, was in Kodesh HaKadoshim, uh, in which the Luchas were lying. So basically, I think what the Rebbe is saying is here, the Orein at all doesn't even need a reason why it's not Mechabal Tumah, because it's Bechlal on a different level, uh, and therefore it's, uh, we don't even need a reason why it's not Tomei, or here we're finding reasons not Tomei. But when we're talking about the Mizbeach, which are uh, Malchus and Zoe uh, Malchus and uh, uh, the Mitferes, 
Kavim Tsoyi. Um, so that is goes up until uh, the level of Kesser, but it's it's not like the order in which you don't need a reason. Uh, you need a reason because since we're talking about Midas over here in the Kavim Tsoyi, while it's in the middle, it goes to Kesser, but it's, it manifests itself, it's Chesed and Gvura. When we talk about, I think, the Oren, that's not a Mida. So therefore, over there, it's the intellect, it's Torah. So over there, you don't even, it has no Shaykhs, and there's no Shlit at all. But over here, we need a, uh, a reason. Uh, so what is the first reason? The reason of Rabbi Lazar is because Shehem Kikarka. They are karka means like they are ayin efes of keser. Quotes from the Sofsterayrish Megillas Esther. So both really, in essence, they're both like karka, meaning they're both in keser, and therefore, and because the midas, we need a, a reason why they are uh, not makabel uh, tumo. Uh, it's because. Uh, they're like Arka. It's IMF the, the Kesser. And and yet, uh, where is the Beferish Posik that it is like Kesser, that it's like Arka, even though we're saying it on both Mizbechais, but the Beferish Posik is only by Mizbechachitzen, by Malchus. The Posik says, Mizbech Adomo Tasali. It says the Mizbech should be made out of Adomo. Why is the Mizbech Echitzah in Davke? Because no Tzoyfam Betchilos, Chilos Betzoyfam, because the end, which is Sviras Amalchus, is stuck in the beginning in Keser, and Keser is connected, is stuck into the end. So there is a closer relationship between Keser with Malchus than Keser, which is the Mizbech Echitzah, and then even the Keser with the Mizbech HaPnimi, which is not the level of Malchus. Uh, to the extent that we say that when we talk about the Shvira Sakelim, it says, Aro is Batolas. Aro Rak is meaning only the Aro. The lowest level is this battle. So when we talk about this, the Rebbe explains that when we talk about the two Mizbechas, is the Mizbech HaPnimi, which is the level of Tiferizah. So that's taken a level of Kes, a level of Ebtsoi, but it's Tiferiz of Zoh. So you have Chesed and Gevura would be the other Kalim, which is Shaykh Tuma. This is taken Tiferiz of Zoh. Uh, and that is considered to be wealthy Oshir relative to the Mizbech HaChitzen, which is the level of Malchus. Because Malchus, we know Lesla Megam has nothing, so therefore, this is Mizbech Hazov, and this is Mizbech Anachoshis, and it's like, and that's compared to Mamish to Aram. And what's the reason that you don't need to immerse them? Because they don't get taught made, they're only immersion. Immersion is the level of Bittl. Why don't they need Bittl? Because the, they are Bittl themselves, because they're similar to the ground. Or, according to the second reason, that's Rabbalah's reason, or the second reason is that their overlay, the gold and the copper that's over them, is secondary to the inner. 
So you don't need to immerse them. There has to be bittle. There's no tumor there because they are bittle themselves. And Rabbi Lezer, who hints to the Atzmas Mahus of the Baruch Hu, because he's called so. Why is he called Eliezer? As the Pasik says in Mamidbar Perikutas Pasik Zayin, Elikei Avi Be'ezriel Shem, the God of my fathers and my. Uh, in my help, so that's why he's called Eliezer, and he's also called Eliezer Hagodl, uh, because we know, as the Gemara says in Megillah, that we're a place where we ever we find the Abish's greatness, we also find that Shem connects is the Mitzvah So Rabbi Lazar, in his greatness, uh, he was also able to find. In the externality, the inner. Um, so when he looked at the Kesef, the Zav, and the Nachayshes, he saw the earth over there. Uh, so it's not needed for the Tzipui, that the overlay, the cover should be bottled to the Epidemius, because even the overlay itself is bottled. Einoid. That was sensed by Rabelozer, who is. By the Ein Sof, there is nothing else, so therefore, it's Melchatchila bottle. As opposed to the Chachomim, which the Loch is like them, over there we say Leba Shemaimi. It's not a heavenly matter, but this is a conduct of the Seder Ishtal Shalos. So therefore, the cover Mitzad itself can receive Tuma had it not been bottled. But through the fact that it becomes a Tzipui, it becomes a Cover for the panemius becomes bottle, and the Rebbe says, "Come a kaimel harich This is a very deep and very detailed in yarnim, but I just wanted to cover a little bit so we get a sense of what the Rebbe is speaking over here. But this all needs to be uh, further elaborated and detailed and analyzed to fully uh, comprehend and appreciate the Rebbe's insight in the Mishnah according to the esoteric community. Of it, as well as the lessons as the Rebbe's brought out earlier.